وَإِنَّ كِتَابَ اللَّهِ أَوْثَقُ شَافِعٍ وَأَغْنَ غَنَاءٍ وَاهِبًا مُتَفَضِّيلًا وَخَيْرُ جَلِيسٍ لَا يُمَلُّ حَدِيثُهُ وَتَرْدَدُهُ يَزْدَادُ فِيهِ تَجَمُّولًا إن شاء الله تعالى now we're going to go into نشأة علم القراءات the historical development in which علم القراءات went through Ilm al-Qira'at started the day the Qur'an descended on the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the Prophet, Iqra, recite and read, that's when it started. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that in the Qur'an, He said, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنْزِيرُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ على قلبك لتكون من المنذرين بلسان عربي مبين الله سبحانه وتعالى he told us وإنه لتنزيل رب العالمين that this Quran is a revelation sent down from Allah سبحانه وتعالى نزل به الروح الأمين جبريل came down with it إذن جبريل is the واسطة the intermediary between Allah and the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم and the Qur'an came down in the Arabic language as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in that verse. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ عَلَّمَهُ شَدِيدُ الْقُوَىٰ That this Prophet, يعني Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he doesn't speak from his own whims and desires. What he speaks and what he says to you all is a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah also told us subhanahu wa ta'ala to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when the revelation came down لا تحرك به لسانك لتعجل به إن علينا جمعه وقرآنه فإذا قرأناه فاتبع قرآنه ثم إن علينا بيانه Allah mentioned to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam do not move your lips do not move your tongue because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wanted to memorize fast Abdullah ibn Abbas narrated as it's, as it's found in Sahih al-Bukhari, he said, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَالسَّلَمَ The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم يُعَالِجُ مِنَ التَّنْزِيلِ شِدَّةً وَكَانَ مِمَّا يُحَرِّكُ شَفَتَيْهِ That when the revelation would come down on the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he would move his lips. He would want to recite with Jibreel. فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Allah sent down on the Prophet لَا تُحَرِّكْ بِهِ لِسَانَكَ لِتَعْجَلَ بِهِ Listen to the Qur'an and we're going to pour it into your heart. Allah said to him, فَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ After that verse came down, after that, إِذَا أَتَاهُ جِبْرِيلِ If Jibreel came to the Prophet, istama'a, The Prophet would, he would listen attentively to him. فَإِنَا انْطَلَقَ جِبْرِيلُ And when Jibreel would leave, قَرَأْهُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمَ كَمَا قَرَأَهُ The Messenger would recite it the way Jibreel recited it to him. So what you learn from this as well, is that Jibreel was the intermediary between Allah and the Messenger. He was the one who was passing the Qur'an onto the Prophet So this is when it started. This was the starting point. Our Messenger after he took the Qur'an from Jibreel, after the Qur'an was sent down on him, he was, con he was commanded to convey this recitation. He was commanded to convey this message, this Qur'an. He was commanded to convey it to the people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said to him, يَا أَيُّهَا الرَّسُولُ بَلِّغْ مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ مِنْ رَبِّكَ 
وإن لم تفعل فما بلغت رسالته والله يعصمك من الناس محمد convey that which has been sent down onto you يعني the Quran convey it pass it on give it to the Sahabas teach them the Quran and our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he did so he stood up and he taught his companions the Quran that's why Allah said in another ayah ما على الرسول إلا البلاغ there is nothing upon the Prophet except to convey in another ayah Allah tabarak wa ta'ala he said فاصدع بما تؤمر وأعرض عن المشركين Muhammad stand up and convey the message and turn away from the disbelievers the polytheists turn away from them so the Quran was given to the Prophet sallallahu and then he was told to convey what he was given and he did so he passed it on he gave it to his companions and our messenger sallallahu did not distort the Quran he gave it exactly as it was given to him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the Quran وَإِذَا تُتْلَ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ قَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَرْجُونَ لِقَاءَ نَأْتِ بِقُرْآنٍ غَيْرِ هَذَا أَوْ بَدِّلْهُ قُلْ مَا يَكُونُ لِي أَنْ أُبَدِّلَهُ مِنْ تِلْقَاءِ نَفْسِي إِنْ أَتَّبِعُ إِلَّا مَا يُوحَى إِلَيْ إِنِّي أَخَافُ إِنْ عَصَيْتُ رَبِّي عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ قُلْ لَوْ شَاءَ the disbelievers, the ones who are not hoping to meet us, the ones who don't believe in the Day of Judgment, and they do not believe that they're going to be resurrected. What do they say? They say to the Prophet Sallallahu Bring us a Qur'an other than this. Oh, badilhu or change it. Distort this one and give us something else. Then the Messenger Sallallahu said to them, I cannot change this Qur'an from myself. It's a revelation sent onto me. I have to convey exactly as it was given to me. I have no rights to change it. I can't change it. In another verse, Allah told us that if, if the Prophet even tried to change the Qur'an, if he tried to add something to the Qur'an, if he tried to subtract from the Qur'an, that Allah will destroy him. Allah said, وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْضَ الْأَقَاوِيلِ لَأَخَذْنَا مِنْهُ بِالْيَمِينِ ثُمَّ لَقَطَعْنَا مِنْهُ الْوَتِينِ Muhammad, if you lied about us, or if he lied about us, Allah Taala he says, وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْضَ الْأَقَاوِيلِ If he lied about us, some, some places here or there, added extra wow here, added extra letter here, subtracted something from here. And if he tries to play around with our religion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will destroy him. I'm going to all give you, inshallah ta'ala, a rational argument. After I gave you all those, those textual evidences from the Quran, I'm going to give you a rational argument. Let's say there was a powerful king, an extremely powerful king. And this king has a kingdom. And there is someone within that kingdom. He does things. And whenever he does something and he's asked, why are you doing this? He says, I have the approval of the king. Now we know this king is powerful. He has the ability to harm him or reward him. The question here is, this person, let's say, lives for 23 years in that kingdom. 
and he says this is what the king wants me to do and this is what the king told me not to do and he prohibited me from this and he allowed me this for 23 years and that king lets him do what he wants the king if he's being lied about and it wasn't what he said he'll grab that person and will destroy them that's rational argument that's logic right Nabi Muhammad for 23 years was in the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he was legislating on behalf of Allah he was executing on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was doing, for 23 years, he was doing things and he was saying, Allah told me this. If the Prophet was lying, Allah would have destroyed him subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he didn't. That shows you his truthfulness, alayhi salatu That's what Allah meant. وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْضَ الْأَقَاوِيلِ لَأَخَذْنَا مِنْهُ بِالْيَمِينَ ثُمَّ لَقَطَعْنَا مِنْهُ الْوَكِيلِ If Muhammad lied about us, one letter, one thing in this Quran and said, this is what Allah said, this is what Allah meant. Allah said, we will destroy him. The Prophet ﷺ conveyed this Quran pure as it was given to him, untampered, unchanged, undistorted. He gave it exactly as it was given to him. That's why Umar ibn Khattab and Zayd ibn Thabitin both said, Al-Qira'atu Sunnatu. Qira'ah is a sunnah. Sunnah means taken from those who came before. The one who comes late takes it from the one who was earlier than him. Read the Quran as it was taught to you. And the Quran is not read as you wish and the way you want. It was taken from the Prophet and the Prophet took it from Allah. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, Do not innovate. Follow. Read as it was recited to you. Do not innovate in it. فَقَدْ كُفِيتُمْ You have been sufficed. Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, إِنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ يَأْمُرُكُمْ أَن تَقْرَأُوا الْقُرْآنَ كَمَا عُلِّمْتُمْ That the Prophet is commanding you to read the Qur'an as it was taught to you. What we take from there is that the Qur'an is التَّلَقِي وَالْمُشَافَهَةِ That the Qur'an is taken from the mouth of a teacher who took from another teacher, who took from another teacher, who took from another teacher, who took from the Prophet وسلم, who took from Jibreel, who took from Allah And that is why Imam Abu Al-Qasim al-Shatibi said in his noble book, Hirz al-Amani wa wajhu al-Tahani fi al-Qira'at al-Sab'a He said, وَمَا لِقِيَاسٍ فِي الْقِرَاءَةِ مَدْخَلٌ فَدُونَكَ مَا فِيهِ الرِّضَى مُتَكَفِّلًا That in the recitation of the Qur'an, there is no independent reasoning. Somebody cannot do a qiyas and say, you know what? I feel like this verse should be recited like this. Maliki yawmiddin, the word Malik, wherever it comes in the Quran, it should be read as Maliki. Maliki. No. It is a talaqi wal mushafaha. Everyone has to have heard it from another teacher. Or has to have heard it from a teacher who took from another teacher, who took from another teacher, who took from another teacher, who took from the Prophet, who took from Jibreel, who took from Allah. So the Sahabas, they took the Qur'an pure as it was sent down from the mouth of the Prophet and they studied and they learned from him. The Prophet he taught them it. He taught them in different ahruf, which we're going to speak about insha'Allah ta'ala. وَلِذَلِكَ الْإِمَامُ الْذَهَبِيُّ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ He says something very powerful. He says, فَهَاُولَاءِ الَّذِينَ بَلَغَنَا أَنَّهُمْ حَفِظُوا الْقُرْآنَ فِي حَيَاتِ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمَا وَأُخِذَ عَنْهُمْ عَرْضًا 
وعليهم دارت أسانيد قراءة الأئمة العشرة وقد جمع القرآن غيرهم من الصحابة كمعاذ بن جبل وأبي زيد وسالم مولى أبي حذيفة وعبد الله بن عمر وعتبة بن, وعتبة بن عامر لكن لم تتصل بنا قراءاتهم الإمام الذهبي told us those sahabas who has reached us that they have memorized the Quran at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Yani they were Sahabas at the time of the Prophet who memorized the Quran. They took it from the Prophet's mouth. They memorized it to show you that the Prophet taught them the Quran. He passed the Quran on, alayhi salatu wasallam. There were Sahabas who memorized the Quran from the Prophet while he was alive. وَأَخَذَ عَنْهُمْ عَرْضًا And they took from the Prophet the last عَرْضَةُ الْأَخِيرَةِ The last final version of the Quran. وَعَلَيْهِمْ دَارَتْ أَسَانِيدُ قِرَاءَةِ الْأَيْمَةِ الْعَشَرَةِ And inshallah ta'ala when we speak about it later, we're going to learn that there are qira'at, qira'at for the ten a'imma. We're going to see who they are inshallah ta'ala. Their qira'at revolves around particular types of companions. But that doesn't mean those are the only sahabas who took the Qur'an from the Prophet. There are others who took from the Prophet. Whose chain hasn't reached us. Like Kamu'ad ibn Jabal, wa Abi Zayd, Salim Mawla Abi Hudayfa, wa Abdullah ibn Umar, wa Utbah ibn Amir, and other than them, lam tattasil bina qira'atim. Their qira'ah hasn't reached us. Their qira'ah hasn't reached us. And we don't have it. But what we take from this point, my beloved brothers and sisters, is the Qur'an came down from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jibreel brought it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, without changing it, without altering it, without distorting it, passed it over to his companions as it was given to him. The Sahabas, Ridwanullahi alayhim ajma'ina, they went out and taught the Qur'an. They went out to teach the Qur'an, to make the people memorize the Qur'an. They did that, radiyallahu anhum. So the Khilafah, got taken by Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He became Khalifa to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He took over after the Prophet's death. And as you all are aware of the Islamic history, when Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu took over, a lot of people apostated from Islam. And a man came out known as Musaylamatul Kadhab. He claimed that he is a Prophet in Indillah. And a group of the people rejected the zakat and they refused to pay the zakat. And at that point, Abu Bakr was forced to fight. And this fight, the battle of Yamama, a lot of people died from the Qurra who had memorized the Quran. And when a lot of people died, Abu Bakr an idea was presented to him by Umar ibn al-Khattab that the Qur'an should be written and documented because the Qur'an are dying and if they die and it carries on like this we may not be able to protect the Qur'an I'm fearful for it, he said so it's upon us to protect the Qur'an, he said when Umar presented this idea to Abu Bakr, finally he accepted it and he did it.
ولذلك الإمام الشاطبي he mentions it in a couple of lines of poetry he says إن اليمامة أهواها مسيلمة الكذاب في زمن الصديق إذ خسرا وبعد بأس شديد حان مصرعه وكان بأسا على القراء مستعرا نادى أبا بكر الفاروق خفت على القراء فادرك القرآن مستطرا فأجمعوا جمعوا في الصحف واعتمدوا زيد بن ثابت العدل الرضا نظرا فقام فيه بعون الله يجمعه بالنصح والجد والحزم الذي بهرا من كل أوجهه حتى استتم له بالأحرف السبعة العليا كما اشتهرا فأمسك الصحف الصديق ثم إلى الفاروق أسلمها لما قضى العمرا the day of Yamama, Musaylama, when Abu Bakr fought with him, a large number of the companions died from the Qurra. It was a moment they lost many of the reciters of the Qur'an. So Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu, what he did was, he made a decision to collect the Qur'an. And when he planned to do that, he called on to the noble companion Zayd ibn Thabit. And he said to him, it is upon you to take this responsibility and gather the Qur'an. Now what we have to understand is Abu Bakr whose aim and objective in doing this is because he wants to gather the Qur'an in all one place. And what he gathered, Abu Bakr, is all of the Ahruf al-Sab'ah. bin wal wal bahara min kulli Abu Bakr anhu gathered the whole entire Ahruf al-Sab'a in one place. And then Abu Bakr anhu died. And when Abu Bakr died, Abu Bakr passed it over to Umar. And Umar anhu, it stayed with him at the time of his Khilafah. And he kept the Quran with him. When the ending of the 24th year of the Hijriyah and the beginning of the 25th year of the Hijriyah, he was doing the conquest of um, Armenia and Azerbaijan. Hudayfa radiallahu anhu, who participated in the conquest of these, of here, Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman, he saw a group of people who were saying to each other, from the awam, from the general mass, saying to one another, that my recitation is better than your recitation, and my recitation is better than your recitation. So, Hudayfa came running back to Uthman ibn Affan, who was the Khalifa at this time. Abu Bakr is dead. Umar died. He came to Uthman ibn Affan. And when he came to Uthman ibn Affan, عنه, he said to him, I'm scared, I'm frightened that these people are going to differ amongst themselves like the Christians and the Jews differed amongst themselves. Uthman, do something about this. And then Uthman عنه, requested for the 
Mus'haf that was gathered by Abu Bakr. And whose um, hand is it in this time? When Umar died, he passed it over to his daughter Hafsa. So Hafsa is the one who's got it. وَلِذَلِكَ الْإِمَامُ الشَّاطِبِي يُسَدِ النِّسْ حِرْزُ الْأَمَانِ وَعِنْدَ حَفْصَةَ كَانَتْ بَعْدُ فَاخْتَلَفَ الْقُرَّاءُ فَاعْتَزَلُوا فِي أَحْرُفٍ زُمَرًا وَكَانَ فِي بَعْضِ مَغْزَاهُمْ مُشَاهِدَهُمْ حُذَيْفَةٌ فَرَأَى مِنْ خُلْفِهِمْ عِبَرًا فَجَاءَ عُثْمَانَ مَذْعُورًا فَقَالَ لَهُ أَخَافُ أَنْ يَخْلِطُوا فَأَدْرِكِ الْبَشَرَ فَاسْتَحْضَرَ الصُّحُفَ الْأُولَى الَّتِي جُمِعَتْ وَخَصَّ زَيْدًا وَمِنْ قُرَيْشِهِ نَفَرًا الإمام الشاطبي says that the Mus'haf was with Hafsa رضي الله تعالى عنها and Uthman requested for Hafsa to give it to him and Hafsa gave the Mus'haf to Uthman رضي الله عنه and Umar رضي الله عنه Uthman what he did was he took this Mus'haf and he made a legend he made a committee of four men Zayd ibn Thabit, Abdullah ibn Zubair, Sa'id ibn Al-As, Abdurrahman ibn, ibn Al-Harith, all of whom are Quraysh, all of whom are Muhajirin. He requested for these four men to write from this Mus'haf of Uthman radiallahu, a uh, Mus'haf that was compiled by Abu Bakr to make it into one Mus'haf. Because in the Mus'haf, of Abu Bakr, there was the Al-Ahruf al-Sab'a, the seven mode of recitation. He wants to, Uthman radiallahu anhu wants to make it into one. So the difference of opinions and the argumentations and the disputes amongst the Muslim comes to an end. So Uthman radiallahu anhu, he made it into one, into one Mus'haf called Mus'haf al-Imam. And from this Mus'haf, Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he told these four men to copy it. And what are they going to do? They're going to copy it. And now this is going to be sent down to the Muslim lands. The most, the, the, uh, the headquarters of the Muslim land. And these places were, as Imam al-Shatibi mentioned, وَقِيلَ مَكَّةُ وَالْبَحْرَيْنِ مَعْ يَمَنٍ ضَاعَتْ بِيَا نُسَخٌ فِي نَشْرِهَا قُطُرًا يعني they took it to Medina, Kufa, Sham, Basra and some said no it was Mecca, Bahrain, Yemen and etc. So Uthman رضي الله تعالى عنه he commanded that the Masahif be sent to these places. Now these Masahif were sent with reciters. They weren't sent alone. I mean, the people weren't allowed to just get the Mus'haf and read as they want. These Masahif that Uthman radiallahu anhu, Uthman's got the main one, and the copies that were written from it were given to reciters to give it to these places, Medina, Kufa, Sham, Basra, and etc. Some of the Masahif had variation, but these variations were based on recitation that the Sahabas took from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Like for example, Surah At-Tawbah, where Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, He said, Tajri tahtaha al-anhar. Ibn Kathir recites it as, Tajri min tahtiha al-anhar. Now someone might come and say, but in the Mus'haf of Kufa, it doesn't have min tahtiha al-anhar. 
we say in the Mus'haf of Mecca, it had mintahtiha al-anhar. That Uthman radiallahu anhu sent. So these were the masahif that were sent. And these masahif became the source of where the Qur'an was taken from. From here, the Sahabas taught the Qur'an based on the Mus'haf that was sent. And in all of those regions, reciters, Qurra, 10 of whom, inshallah, in our upcoming episodes we're going to talk about, they came from these Sahabas, they took from these Tabi'een, and the Tabi'u Tabi'een, وهكذا, until the Qur'an reached us the way it has reached us today. That is, inshallah, a summary, a quick summary of how the uh, Qur'an, the Qira'at evolved from the time of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, until uh, the time of the Qurra'i al-Sab'ah, the Qurra'i al-Ashara'ah, the Imatul al-Ashara'ah, the 10 reciters. We're going to go in more details in our next series, of our next episodes, next episodes, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, keep uh, an eye out for that, inshallah ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How can you do a two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel. Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward that could be waiting for you on the day of judgment if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.